Hello! Welcome to another story about the Peters family. The name of this week's story is Penelope Learns Diligence, Part 2. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Last week, siblings Livingston, Ransom, and Steadfast, isn't that a cool name by the way, from Aubrey, Texas were our winners with their answer of At Calvary from the story Penelope Learns Diligence Part 1. Great job, you guys! You should receive your prize by next week, the Lord willing. It's time now to get to the conclusion of last week's story. If you remember, we left off where Penelope was agitated because at the very beginning of her bake sale, remember she was holding a bake sale because she wanted to reach her goal of making $50 during the summer to cross it off her summer bucket list. And she was so excited because right at the beginning of her bake sale, she had a customer who bought $5 worth of cookies and lemonade. She was so excited because she thought that would portend how the day would go and that she would make her $50 lickety split. So when that didn't happen right away, she began to pout and sulk. Let's pick up where Mama Peters is having a chat with her about her attitude and about waiting on the Lord for customers. Penelope Learns Diligence, Part 2 Remember what Grandma always said about diligence to me when I was young and now I always say it to you in Pearson? Penelope looked thoughtful as she scrunched up her nose. I know, Mama Peters! Pearson wasn't going to wait for Penelope to remember. The diligent expect nothing, while the expectant get nothing. Pearson nodded with satisfaction, but then furrowed his brow and looked confused. But Mama Peters, you know, I never know what you mean when you say that. You don't understand what I mean by that, Pearson? Seriously? Mama Peters looked bewildered. Neither do I, Mama Peters, confessed Penelope. Well, I'm more than happy to explain. Mama Peters smiled and began her explanation. People who are diligent, who work hard, work hard for the Lord, right? What's the verse that we always say in our house every morning at the end of family worship? Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. For you know you'll receive an inheritance as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Colossians 3.23 Pearson and Penelope recited in unison, along with some babbling from Patience and Priscilla, the Peters' toddler twin sisters. Exactly. Good job, Mama Peters said. The diligent work hard for the Lord. They're not expecting anything in return, except a reward which is greater than anything. And that reward is their inheritance in Christ in heaven through the gift of salvation. When you aren't diligent, but you only expect big things, you'll be disappointed. That's called entitlement, thinking we deserve something when we really don't. And that's all around us in this culture today. Penelope, you got that first sale and thought it was going to be a walk down easy street. But now you've had to wait a bit, which is a challenge to your patience and perseverance. If you're being honest with yourself, you can see how quickly your resolve breaks down. You want something right away. I call it the microwave mentality. When our microwave broke down a few years ago, 
and we had to wait for a delivery of a new one, that meant I couldn't make easy, quick popcorn. I couldn't reheat food. Actually, that wasn't exactly true that I couldn't reheat food, but because we had no microwave, so I was reduced to putting things on a burner and heating it up that way, and it seemed to take a whole lot longer. I was acting spoiled because I thought, why do I have to wait so long? I I need to have my microwave. That's being entitled. I don't need a microwave. God has provided other ways to reheat our food or make popcorn. So I wasn't exercising diligence or patience. I was acting like a spoiled baby. When I realized my sin, I had to confess it to the Lord and tell him, God, please help me. A microwave is no big deal. That's a gift from you, and it's a privilege to have one. So I'm sorry for acting entitled. And I suggest you do the same, Pen. You're not being diligent. You're being impatient. So ask the Lord to help you with those things. Remember that new hymn we sang last Sunday? I need thee every hour. You know what? We don't just need Jesus every hour. We need him every second and every minute of every day. I I understand, Mama Peters, and and you're right. Ah, boy, I expected more and more and more, and I, and I wasn't thankful in my heart. I, I was expecting to God to, I, I was holding out my hands for more and saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. That makes sense, Pen. And that's exactly what you were doing. It's like when we give Patience and Priscilla those blueberry puffs they love so much. They're never happy with one handful. Oh boy, Mama Peters, I know what you're talking about because sometimes I've given Patience and Priscilla blueberry puffs. And they stuff them in their mouth and then hold out their hands and say, Ma, Ma, Ma. Pearson was doing a pretty good imitation of his twin sisters with their demanding voices. You know what, Pearson and Penelope? The reason I can recognize demanding people or entitled people or impatient people so easily is because I'm guilty of the very same thing. And I think you get that, Pen. So praise the Lord. But we can't keep talking about it because it looks like you've got a customer. Mama Peters nodded in the direction of an approaching group of children. Penelope's heart soared and her face lit up at the sight. The group of children were chattering and pointing to the cookies and lemonade. Each one of them ordered something. A red-haired, freckled-faced girl stepped up, and it seemed like she had a whole lot to say. Hey, who made these? she asked Penelope. I did answered Penelope sweetly. You did? By yourself? Come on, really? The red-haired, freckled-faced girl was incredulous. Yep, I did, Penelope responded. But I didn't do it on my own. But I thought you just said you did it by yourself. The red-haired, freckled-faced girl retorted. Well, what I was trying to say was that I didn't do it on my own because I had the Lord's help. Penelope felt compelled to add that bit about the Lord, because she knew she did nothing on her own. And besides, she was reminded of the goodness of God, who brought new customers to their stand after a dry spell. Well, okay, now that we've got that settled, even though I don't even get what you're talking about, the red-haired, freckled-faced girl said, those cookies sure do look good. And I'm going to ask my mom to come down here. Would you mind sharing the recipe with her? Well. I can, Penelope responded, but you don't even know if you'll like them. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Hmm, 
How about you giving me a free sample? The red-haired, freckled-faced girl was quite bold. It was at that time that a voice in the crowd yelled out, Hey! I don't want to be a Balinski here, but hey, dudette, or how about I just call you Red? So yeah, that's what I'm going to call you. So Red, let me just tell you something right here and now. That little girl right there, Nellie girl, her chocolate chip cookies are bomb diggity. And she loves God too. And that's why Pin told you that she didn't just make them on her own. It was God who helped her. Because there's a verse in John that says, without me, you can do nothing. Pearson and Penelope recognized the voice immediately. There was no one that spoke like that, except for their good friend Todd Hicks. Todd came out from among the crowd of kids. He and Pearson high-fived each other. (coughs) Penelope spoke up. Oh, Todd, that was so nice of you to say. Thank you. Penelope was so grateful for the affirmation. You're welcome, Penny. I'm not just lying, either. The best cookie maker around is Mama P. And she taught you to make bomb diggity cookies. Go ahead and let Red try a piece. Penelope responded to the girl who Todd was calling Red. I suppose I can give you a little taste. I guess it's just good customer service. With some hesitation, because Penelope wasn't quite sure about giving out free samples, she broke off a piece of cookie. She didn't know if this freebie would lead to anything good. Nevertheless, though, she held out the piece of cookie to the red-haired, freckled-faced girl, who popped it in her mouth and began to chew. Her expression didn't change a bit, so Penelope had no idea if she liked the cookie or not. But Todd couldn't wait for the answer and yelled out, So what do you think, Red? Am I right or am I right about Penny's baking skills? Come on, finish your taste test and tell us what you think. When finally the red-haired, freckled-faced girl swallowed and finished her last bite, she looked at Todd first, and then at Penelope. Her face lit up like a Christmas tree. Holy moly pudding and pie! That chocolate chip cookie that you just gave me that sample of? That was the best I've ever tasted. It was better than store-bought cookies. So yep, that guy, she pointed at Todd, is absolutely right. Those chocolate chip cookies are bomb diggity, and I just gotta have some more. So I'm gonna send my mom here for the recipe, but for now, here's ten bucks. I need ten. Penelope's eyes grew wide, and she excitedly bagged up ten cookies. By the time the group of kids had finished making their purchases, twenty more cookies and fifteen lemonades had been sold. Penelope could not believe it when they walked away. Tears sprang to her eyes when Pearson announced, Pen! So far, if my calculations are correct, and I think they are, we've made $50 today. What? Oh, Pearson, that was my goal. I can't believe it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Even after I acted so spoiled and, and, and grouchy and... and and, and didn't and thought that and, and accused that man of lying because his neighbors didn't come. I'm so grateful to the Lord. Penelope hugged Mama Peters and then Pearson, and then hugged Todd. So, bro, Pearson addressed Todd. How'd you get here anyway? I mean, I mean, all of a sudden we hear you talking and and you're in with that with that group of kids. Pearson was quite curious. Well, dude, this is what happened. Ma, Bear, and Ruthie, you know, are twins. My twin brother and sister, you know. I know you got your own twins, but these are my twins. Anyway, we stopped by your house, and you weren't home. So I told Ma that I wanted to see you and ask her if she could call Mama P to find out if you guys were coming home anytime soon. But Ma didn't have to call you because we saw this group of kids, 
And we overheard them saying something about a bake sale, so we figured we would just hang out and, and buy something at the bake sale and wait for you guys to get home. So we followed that group of youngsters. Funny that Todd was calling the group of kids youngsters when he was probably not much older than them. And that's how we ended up at your bake sale. Penelope? Mrs. Hicks was speaking now. Mr. Hicks loves chocolate chip cookies. Mrs. Hicks held out a $10 bill. And since Bear and Ruthie keep me so busy, there hasn't been much extra time to make homemade goodies. So Mr. Hicks will love these. I'll take five, and you keep the change. Of course, Penelope demurred. Because the beloved Hicks family were friends with her family, and she didn't want to charge their good friends. But Mrs. Hicks was adamant that she pay for the cookies. So Penelope bagged up five and handed them to Mrs. Hicks and then reached for an extra cookie. Here you go, Todd. Enjoy a cookie on the house. Todd reached out and gladly took the cookie. For me? For free? How do you like my poetry? Thanks, Dudette. And hey, I think I was a pretty good salesman to Red, don't you think? Penelope playfully rolled her eyes at Todd. Mama Peters was thrilled for her oldest daughter. She inwardly praised the Lord for his kindness. Penelope, I am so proud of you today. You wanted to give up. It was hot and the sales were slow, but you didn't. You stuck it out. It's like Galatians 6, 9 tells us, and don't grow weary in doing good, for in due season you'll reap if you don't give up. Well, Mama Peters, honestly, I don't really think that I did such a good job. I... I really wanted to give up. I, I, I was annoyed and angry and, and I felt like that man promised something and he didn't, and I just felt like I just wanted to quit. But you didn't, Pen, and that's the lesson here. You worked hard. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hands find to do, do it with your might. You asked the Lord to help you and what you did showed true repentance. You stopped acting sullen. You stopped pouting and acting defeated. So praise. Mama Peter suddenly stopped in mid-sentence. She began to sniff the air. (laughs) Her nose caught the drift of a pungent smell. And that meant only one thing. Priscilla, patience. I was just going to take you inside. It has hardly been an hour. Mama Peters was aghast. You did such a good job on the toilet. I I can't believe you already went in your underwear. Mama Peters caught Pearson looking at her and looked a bit chagrined. She stopped speaking. Pearson broke the silence. Mama Peters, remember, the diligent expect nothing, but the expectant get nothing. Mama Peters laughed at herself. (laughs) Oh, Pierce, you caught me. Good reminder, bud. Okay, now I have to go diligently clean up some little girl's underwear and bodies. But it's a good excuse for Mrs. Hicks, Bear, and Ruthie to walk home with me so we can visit and catch up. Mama Peters with her set of twins in tow and Mrs. Hicks with her set of twins in the stroller headed down the street for the Peters' house while Pearson and Penelope waited for the next customer. Todd stayed behind with Pearson and Penelope. And Todd being Todd injected himself into the bake sale. He tried to drum up business. He yelled out to anyone who would listen, Cookies here! Get your cookies here! And cool your jets with some ice-cold, old-fashioned, fresh-squeezed lemonade! He walked up and down the street, yelling out his sales pitch. 
It wasn't too long before a woman with flaming red hair crossed the street and walked over to the lemonade stand. She had a wallet in one hand and a pencil and paper in the other. Hi there. My daughter was just here. You know, she's red-haired and has freckles. Oh, yes, I know who she is, Penelope said. Well, I'm her mom. She was insistent that I come and get your chocolate chip cookie recipe. Would you mind giving it to me? Oh, sure. I can do that. So while Penelope riffed off the cookie ingredients and baking directions, Red's mom hurriedly wrote them down. Todd tried out a sales pitch on the woman with flaming red hair. Hi there, I'm Todd Hicks. I'm friends with Pearson here and, and Penelope. So good to meet you. I was here when Red, I mean your daughter, bought ten cookies, but I gotta wonder, do you think she bought enough for your family? The woman with flaming red hair responded to Todd's query with a chuckle. <laughs> Hi, Todd. Now I know who you are. My daughter described you perfectly, the woman with flaming red hair replied. Apparently, Todd's sales pitch had worked because the woman opened her wallet and pulled out a $10 bill. She ordered seven more cookies and told Penelope to keep the change. Before it was time to wrap up for the day, Todd had commandeered a couple of moms walking with their strollers and they ordered some cookies too. A couple of sweaty teenagers on skateboards came by too. They ordered cups of lemonade and quaffed it right down. Before closing out the sale, Penelope suggested that she, Pearson, and Todd pray together. And so they did, right there on the sidewalk under the oak tree. Lord, thank you so much for such a good day. Penelope's voice was filled with emotion. You were so kind to me, and I'm so thankful to you, Lord, for that I that I that I could cross this this item off my bucket list. Help us have a good evening. Thank you that Todd and Mrs. Hicks are, have, and with Ruthie and Bear have come to see us. Thank you for their friendship, and thank you for being so kind and good. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. They packed up the supplies and folded up the table and chairs. There were about ten cookies left, so Penelope took two and handed them to Todd. Do you want two cookies, Todd? Do I want two cookies? I'm pretty sure you know the answer to that one, Dudette. Todd happily took the cookies from Penelope's outstretched hand and began to chomp down on one. With his mouth full, he blurted out, I got a verse that goes along with me, me, me eating these cookies. Bro, I can't understand a word you're saying with cookie in your mouth. Just wait and swallow it and then say what you're going to say. Pearson laughed. <laughs> Todd did as Pearson had instructed, and he finished both cookies and then said, I was saying that I got a verse for this occasion. Tell me if you don't think this is a good one. Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. So see, we taste that the Lord is good, and he gave us good chocolate chip cookies to taste, too. So what do you think? Am I right or am I right? That's a great verse for today. And with that, Todd let out a Todd-like cackle. <laughs> the three of them scurried to the Peters' home, exhausted but delighted that God had blessed their diligence. This is Grandmom's Corner. This week, my daughter Carissa chats with her daughters Phoebe, who's nine, and Chloe, who's seven, about the bake sales that they've had with a bunch of their cousins over the last year and a half or so. You'll also hear JJ, Carissa's oldest son, at almost four, as he contributes a little bit here and there. 
In the background, you'll hear the family's two youngest sons as they make happy noises. Let's listen in as Carissa chats with the girls and JJ. Okay guys, what have we been having a lot of fun doing this year? We've been doing a lot of bake sales. Bake sales, and where do we do our bake sales? We usually do it at our house. What does it take to do a bake sale? What do we have to do first before we start? Go ahead, Phoebe. First, we have to um, bake all the treats. Mm -hmm. And then we pass out flyers so that people know that there's gonna be a bake sale. Uh-huh. And what do we put on the flyer? Put what the menu mm-hmm. and we how much it costs, where it's gonna be, and we put all the treats on it. Okay. How do we advertise it? Make a sign. Make signs. Yeah, what else? We make signs. We put signs up. We hand out flyers. Who do we hand the flyers out to? Um, people in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And what are we selling at our bake sales usually, JJ? Treats. What kind of treats? Cookies. Chloe. Lemon bars, bunt cakes, and bread. And Chloe, what's one reason we wanted to start doing bake sales? To learn what? Um, how to bake and to do measurements. Mm-hmm. And what's another, a couple other reasons, Phoebe? We learn how to count all the money and how to give out change and have eye contact with people and interact with others. And we learn how to be patient waiting for other customers. And what's your favorite part of doing it, Phoebe? I like dancing with this sign because <laughs> it's really fun. Boy? I like um, when we're all finished tasting the treats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and JJ, what's your favorite part? I like eating treats. What do we usually do before we start our bake sale, Chloe? We pray. What do we pray about? Um, That we would have customers and be content with all the customers. And that a lot of them would come and we would have a great time. Mm -hmm. What verse do I like to remind you guys of when we're doing our bake sales? Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord and not for men. For you know that you will receive an inheritance as a reward, for it is the Lord Christ you are serving. And has the Lord been gracious? Yes. And it's been super fun, right? Yeah. So this week, if you're having problems being diligent or working hard, remember God will give you his strength. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord willing, We'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.